Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be constant. What's good? What's good? What's poppin', everybody? Good evening, y'all. It's Trey Frazier here, riding solo tonight. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're live on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on our social media platforms. We got the Facebook page. We also got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Trey Frazier. Also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. So it's just me tonight, and Maestro had to take an absence this evening, but he's all good, and I kind of wish he was here because we definitely got some things that we need to get talked about tonight that's very important, even more than sports, which is, you know, what we are. We're a sports podcast. Um, we talk sports, we mix in a little politics, we mix in a little bit of the black community's issues at the same time and for that matter um this is really the point where um things are really getting crazy it's been a crazy weekend um a lot of events all across the country have been happening in regards to the death of one george floyd and before i get any further into that i am going to open the phone lines tonight so that we can have a discussion about this because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that's listening that would like to give their two cents on exactly what's going on here. So um, if you guys want to reach out to the show, uh, you can reach me at 301-928-9649. And I also put the number in our interactive chat group, which you can also find on barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Just find the live feed and just click the chat bubble and it'll take you right to the chat room. And so, um, so here we are. Um, before I before I get into anything further, I just want to say rest in peace 
to one George Floyd, who was brutally murdered by the Minneapolis Police Department in cold blood last week. Um, you had pictures and videos surfacing of him being taken into custody by police and actually one cop having his knee on his leg, on his neck, I should say, for approximately nine minutes. A knee on someone's neck for nine minutes and you just kill him just like that. He's, he, he had complications already, health-wise. Um, that's not the way to apprehend somebody. Um, but that cop will, you know, he's going to have to pay for that. And thankfully, he's been arrested, which probably took longer than it needed to. And, oh, by the way, there were three other cops with him during this takedown of George Floyd over a counterfeit $20 bill, from what I heard. And, and if that's the case, then this is a sad state of affairs that we're in as a black community, as a, a community that for so long has not had great interactions with their respective police departments. It's been going on way too long. We have another example of it here. Um, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor also, who was also gunned down by... Uh, Louisville, Kentucky police, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's in the state of Kentucky. I don't remember if it was Louisville or not, but uh, she was gunned down in her own bed while sleeping. And, you know, that combined with Ahmaud Arbery, rest in peace. Um, we talked about Ahmaud Arbery a couple of episodes ago where he was um, taken down by a white man with a gun while he was jogging. And it's just, it's just too many of these. It's just too many of these hashtags. It's just, it's just a lot that so many people can take. It's, it's, it, it's so tiresome to have to, you know, keep going through this. And, you know, if, if, if people want to call this, you know, race baiting or, you know, trying to put race to the forefront, it is, it is, we're, we're, we're more likely as a, a black community, we're more likely to be gunned down by the police than any other race. It's just, it's just a fact. Um, this, this is just, it's amazing how, it's, and I'll, I'll get to COVID-19 in a second, because really, I, I, I gotta, I gotta talk about what's happening within all these cities over the weekend and into this week because I, I think it's really amazing and it's really interesting how these things kind of developed and and again I want to stick to the story of uh, George Floyd I want to I want to definitely stick to that story and um, and again rest in peace rest in peace to George Floyd rest in peace to the homie um, shouts out to his family for um you know, for, you know, going through what they're going through. Shouts out to the families of Breonna Taylor, to the family of Ahmaud Arbery. Um, this is just one of those things where you, you know, you, you just get kind of sick and tired of, you know, dealing with this. It, it's like one death after another um, by the police, by the hands of the police. And I and, and, and just can't understand why this is um, taking place here. So, um so yeah, I, I, I just kind of want to get into um, 
kind of how we got here, right? And um, and, and, and as a matter of fact, I, I, I got a I got a guest in here. She just popped into my um, into my studio here. So um, before she uh, bees any little bit more disruptive, I'm gonna take a, a quick little you know two minute break and try to you know see what's going on here and then I'll uh, and I'll, I'll come back or matter of fact she is leaving right now okay well that's a that's a good thing she, she's walking out the studio this is probably the best opportunity for me right now to lock this door and so that she doesn't come back in here all right <laughs> Alright, maybe I don't have to take a break anymore, guys. Now I could, I could kind of get right to it. So, so uh, how, how did we get here, right? Um, and, and again, if you're listening, um, I got the lines open. Uh, 301-928-9649 is a number to dial in if you guys want to get in here and talk about, um, you know, what you saw over the weekend, what your thoughts about... Um, how this whole thing has kind of developed into what it's become now. Um, you know, what's the storyline right now? And for me, it's still George Floyd, but this thing has kind of taken so many different turns here. So, so last week, Friday, and I, I think it was Friday. So I get up in the morning, um, getting ready for the day. And obviously because of COVID-19, we've been working from home the past few months and so I get up, I come upstairs here, get the laptop, and got the TV on to see, kind of see what's going on. And kind of like what you expected, you expected the citizens of Minneapolis to get out in the streets and do their protest and, you know, do their thing. And you got this reporter, the CNN reporter, I think his name was Omar Jimenez, he um, I, I know his face because he used to work for Channel 11 here in Baltimore. And so that's how, kind of how I knew his name and kind of his face and whatnot. But um, he's doing live reporting from Minnesota in Minneapolis. And the guy is trying to report on what's going on within the protest. And this was, the, this was actually the night after... The police department, the police, the precinct there caught fire. And I think the target that was right across the street, I think that caught fire too. And there was some looting involved there. But um, getting to the next day, Friday, so Omar's doing his interview. He's doing his report on what's going on in the streets in Minneapolis. The cops come to his face. He's got his camera crew with him. He's got his producer with him. And next thing you know, he's trying, he's asking the guys, hey, look, you know, we'll go wherever you want us to be planted at. If you don't like us in this spot, we can go someplace else. Next thing you know, they take Omar and they start handcuffing him. And Omar's like, yo, can you tell me why I'm being arrested? So now we're, we're, we're arresting reporters. We're arresting journalists at protests. You know, it, it, this this is just the kind of thing that has been sort of a microcosm of the black community versus the police department. You know, Omar Jimenez is a black person. I think he is of some kind of Hispanic descent, um, but he, he's black for certain. And 
they arrested a black journalist on site and, and took him off along with his camera crew, who, by the way, I think one guy was Hispanic and I think the producer, I think, was white. Um, meanwhile, you had other reporters that were white on site were approached by police and didn't get the same treatment that Omar got. So I'm like, I'm watching this on live TV and I'm saying to myself, yo, they, they really arresting a journalist right on site. They took him away in handcuffs. It had been maybe about an hour, hour and a half before they released him. And then he starts doing his report again. And I, I just had to shake my head because... It, again, this has just been one of those things where um, police brutality against black people, and now you're sort of seeing the microcosm with what happened to Omar Jimenez as a black journalist on site doing a report on what's going on there, and he gets arrested um, just for no reason. It, it was really no reason. I mean, the cops tried to say that they told him to move and they didn't do it, which was not true because I watched it live where the cops said, hey, we need you to move. And then Omar complied and said, hey, just let us know where you want us to be and we will be at that spot. And I, I don't know what happened in the middle of that. The mic didn't capture what the cops were necessarily saying out loud. But next thing you know, he's in cuffs and he's being hauled away. So that, that kind of had me like kind of upset a little bit like you know the guys uh, you know they, they sh he showed his credentials even before he got taken away which you know w was really like mind baffling and then when they released him oh you know it was our bad you know we just wanted to make sure you were who you were and it's like nah fam like y'all like, like cut it out he showed you credentials he showed you he was with cnn um, there, there was no excuse for that dust up. It, it really was, it was really no excuse for that. But Omar, he held, he, you know, he was professional. Um, he, you know, told the report what happened, and you know, I, I, I got to give him props because I don't know if that was me. I, I would have been spazzing out. I would have been like really like on these dudes' cases right now. Um, but, and, and maybe he is, but, you know, for the camera, he's got to be professional, and so, you know, so, so there goes that, so, um, so Friday, you had, you had that take place, and then, the next thing you know, more cities start to get involved with, um, with their respective protest, and, uh, I see Kesey, a.k.a. the Professor X and the X-Squad up here in the chat room. What's, what's up, Kesey? Hey, man, if you want to call in, man, you want to talk about what's going on in Atlanta, man, um, the number's 301-928-9649, man. Uh, just, you know, hit me up if you want to talk, man. I'm just kind of going through, you know, what I've witnessed throughout the weekend up to this point. Um, so, Friday night comes, and Atlanta... I saw Atlanta do their protest Friday night. It got out of hand. Um, CNN, the headquarters down there, they kind of, you know, they kind of, you know, put graffiti on the CNN logo out front. Uh, they smashed some windows. I even think at one point uh, there was a cameraman inside, like, the lobby of CNN, and there were protesters on the other side of the glass, and they threw what it looked like some kind of firecracker or some explosion inside where the cops were 
on the inside part of the lobby. And man, that 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 just got out of hand down there in Atlanta, man. So, um, Kesey, I'm, I'm I'm glad you guys were, you know, safe and you know sound and, um, you know, if and if any of you guys think about going down to protest, no matter what city you in, if you're thinking about going to protest, just make sure that y'all be safe, y'all be smart, go there with a purpose, don't do anything stupid, don't do nothing crazy, and you know. Just you know, just 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 be safe about it. Um, he he Kesey says Lennox Mall was looted. Yes, I, I I did hear about Lennox Mall. Um, I heard about Buckhead, and I, I I guess Lennox Square Mall is in Buckhead, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I also heard about the College Football Museum, Hall of Fame Museum, um, got destroyed. The storefront there. I heard a couple of other places got looted and. Um, it, 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 it really, you know, it, it, it really, it, it got ugly. It, it got ugly down there. And I, I gotta give some props to Mayor Bottoms, um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, cause she, she was pissed off. She, she, she was really pissed off in her press conference, telling everybody, go home, don't tear the city up. This is not how George Floyd would want us to, you know, do this, this way. And Killer Mike was pretty good with his speech. Um, T.I. T.I. caught some heat. Right? T.I. Um, and you know what? I, I, I kind of get it from his perspective. And, you know, I, I heard a blogger from Minnesota talk about this. She, she wasn't really happy about it. But I, I, I get where T.I. is coming from. But there's no way on earth if you're T.I. You, you, you can't say that, you know this is Wakanda, so don't tear up this city, if y'all want to do that, y'all do that someplace else, like, we're, like, we, we don't want, we, we, we don't want nobody to tear up nothing, let's, let's be, let's be totally honest about this, we, we, we don't want to tear up nothing, for real, um, all, all we want to do is just get out there, protest the right way, and, you know, let's go home, but, you know, obviously, you know, cats did what they did down there, and T.I. took some smoke for those words. Now, I understand because in Atlanta, a.k.a. Chocolate City, there's about 50%, um, 50 of black people, or I should say 50% of the businesses in Atlanta are owned by black people. So I get the point to protect your businesses, your black businesses. But if you're T.I., you can't say go somewhere else with that, don't mess this thing up over here, what we got going on, because this is Wakanda, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not take, I, I didn't take that too, you know, good from T.I., uh, let me, let me say what's up to, uh, a couple people in the chat room, uh, Miss Mocha Bella, repping the X-Squad, what's going on, uh, number one Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, repping that, um, BFTN network right there, um, built, I think, built for this network, that's what it's called, um, so, you know, hey, guys, um, Chief, um, I, I know I talked to you on your show yesterday, um, you're more than happy to, um, give me a call here, I got the lines open, the number's 301-928-9649, uh, Mocha Bella, I know you don't talk that much, but I certainly would like to hear from you on what's been going on in Miami, I've heard some good things, about what's been going on down in Miami, um, I, I'd, I'd like to get your perspective on that, 
and um, you know, I'm I'm just kind of going through just talking about um, what's been going on in each city. Um, I kind of went into the Minnesota part of you know what's been going on, and obviously Minnesota is the hub of everything. It's kind of where this kind of started and where we've led to right now with um, George Lloyd's death happening in Minneapolis. Um, and, and, and let me get back to the Minneapolis, um, part for a second here. Um, I had my aunt text me the other day and she said right after they tore up the target down there, she said, what did target ever do to get looted? And I texted her back and I said nothing, but quite frankly, target is a top five fortune 500 company. So I could care less about or I could I I don't feel as sorry for Target because tar, this is what Target's going to do. Target is going to get some people to come in and they're going to build that thing right back up and I got a phone call here and it's the it's the homie Maestro Styles. It's on the line. Maestro Styles, what's popping, man? Yeah, I can I can hear you. I can hear you, man. What's good? That's, that's what's up. That's, that's what's up. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, maestro. Hey, ma hey, maestro. Maestro, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Um, the, the folks in the chat can't uh, hear you. I'm trying to get the volume up to a certain level, and for some reason, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having much luck here. Um. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I do, but it's coming in like real, real like low, like the, like the, like the, I, I did, I did that already. Yeah, I, I did that too. I did that too. Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely on. Yeah, they all they all the way up. I tell you, I, I, I oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, you're you're not muted at all. But I tell you what I'll do, man. I'm I'm just gonna put you on speaker, and um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, man. I haven't 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I tell you what, man, um, it, it, it is interesting, though. It's it's so interesting how... Are you outside? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit everywhere right now. Oh, all right. Nah, because I, I, I was hearing some background stuff, but it's cool. It's cool, though. But the, the, the way I, I kind of look at it, and I was, I was actually going to get to it, but since you called in, I might as well just kind of get into it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks how they start because you know COVID-19 just all of a sudden just went out the window with everything that's been talked about over the weekend with the protests the the looting the rioting the unrest and I mean we're not just talking about in Minnesota we're, we're talking about like every every major city from New York to DC to Chicago LA to smaller cities like Buffalo, New York, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Like, really? Like, like every, like everybody has a protest. Like, even here, um, up my way, Howard County had a little protest um, going on this afternoon. So, I could imagine how many other little smaller counties and other places are doing the exact same thing. So, everybody is out. Everybody is in large crowds. And it just seems as if COVID-19 all of a sudden just became, you know, an afterthought. And it's going to be interesting in the next couple of weeks when this kind of thing kind of clears. Do these cases go up? Are we going to see a rise in how many cases there are? Are we going to see a steady um, dosage of cases? Is it going to be like a, a smaller dip? Because I tell you what, man, if there's a small dip in cases over the next few weeks, or even if it's steady, I'm willing to bet that the federal government is going to have an out to basically say, hey, everything's back to normal. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to sports. Let's open everything up. Our numbers went down. Our numbers are still steady, even despite all the crowds in like, you know, a hundred different places throughout the country. We beat this thing. We're here. Let, let, let's do it. I feel like that's where we're headed. If if that is to be the case. Or what if? Or what if? Or what, and again, I, I I don't know. Let me be. I'm just listening to you and reacting off of what you're saying. Or what if they did all this to get us to come outside so they can infect us more? Yeah, that's possible too. I I, I thought about I thought about it that way also. Man, I, um, absolutely. Motivated, depressed, happy, 
Um, And let's be clear, and I don't mean to cut you off, Maestro. Let me let's also be clear about this too. Um, you have black people um, protesting peacefully. You have white people protesting peacefully. You have black people looting and rioting. You have white people looting and rioting and starting stuff. You have you have undercover cops that are starting fires. They're breaking into department stores. You you have these guys that are in all black with umbrellas and mask starting this stuff and igniting this stuff and it makes us yeah. as a community look terrible yeah um see so my, my views on it mm-hmm. I, um so I was at first I was kind of like you know we shouldn't you know or not we shouldn't but like maybe this ain't the right I'm, I'm, not, I'm at the point where I'm not gonna tell nobody how to to what's going on, how to process their emotions, their anger, their fear, their hatred, or whatever emotion they have due to what's been going on. I, I'm not here to judge nobody. If you feel like looting a riot is your way, then by all means, looting a riot. Um, if you feel like peaceful protesting is your way, then by all means, peacefully protest. If you feel like you want more information and to strategize, then by all means, let's find out Watched it live on TV. Like what's next, right? Like, uh, like what's next after this, right?
uh, being arrested. People are, like, let's be clear, it, it, it took hundreds of, maybe thousands of people to get arrested just for the guy who, you know, started all this to get arrested. Yeah. And he got third degree in manslaughter. Let's be very clear. I'm not confident that he's going to jail off a third degree in manslaughter. At least not for the time that he should be getting. Right, right. There's, there's a lack of confidence right there, and, and even on my side, too, because the way I feel about how Minneapolis police are handling this, those other three guys should have been arrested the same time they went to go get this guy, because it's clear as day in that video that those other three cops were complicit in the death of George Floyd. That is just unbelievable, but it's not unbelievable that these guys are still home and, you know, we're, we're, we're still trying to figure out why is it just third degree? You know, why this is, why this isn't first degree murder? Why, you know, why, why are we lowering this kind of charge? I mean, okay, you, you arrested them. Okay, fine. I mean, but still we we're, we're out here. We're protesting people are tearing stuff up. It's, it, it, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Everybody, everybody wants these three guys arrested. They want these guys held accountable all at the same time. And, and we want this shit to stop happening, man. Like, it's, it's just, I get, I get that it's not gonna ever, you know, per se, stop ever. Like, uh, it's never gonna happen again. I get that, it, that it's gonna happen again at some point in life, but it's just like, damn, like, like, this is blatant. This is, this is holding the man down for eight minutes, nine minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, two two of those minutes I, I heard where he where he was unresponsive, and it's just like, damn, like what? Like after my God, what else do you need? What else do you need, man? Um, I, that, that, that's that's my cue right there. I don't know if y'all can hear it in the audio, but that is my cue. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, man. Jeez, Louise, man. Um, I just pray for in closing, I guess. Friends for us, man, for that, and that, that just, for the, us as a world, as a nation of people, man, um, because it's, it's, it's what, what I'll take from it is that it's just not, it's just not white people, it's oppressive white people, and it's like, yep. it's like, um, I, I read something today that said, um, you know, for the, if you can understand that it's a, a it's a percentage of bad apples in the police station, then you can understand. Uh, uh, you can understand there's a percentage of black people that are you know wrong or, or bad people or things of that nature. I'm sure I said that backwards, but all to say is that we are um, we are tearing shit up as a people. Not just I'm not just talking about the 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 um, the boycotts, the, the ones that are peaceful. I'm not just, I'm like, we are tearing shit up as a people for a small percentage of people. Yeah. So it's like, instead of just dealing with every individual instance, like, these motherfuckers need to be dealt with, and because they weren't dealt with, the motherfuckers that didn't dealt with need to be dealt with. And then, leave everybody else alone. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that, that would be, that would be that would be, I think, a, a more serviceable solution than attacking the entire construct. Now, again, I understand that we're talking about systemic racism, but I'm just talking about in this instance, 
tore stuff up during that tea party right. to my understanding right. yeah so- talking we're talking many many years ago too and, and that's not to say that because it's years ago that it can't work during this time it's just that based off of and i'm not even talking about the stuff over the weekend i'm talking about the freddie gray riots i'm talking about riots in new york and crown heights and you know you know rodney king riots and you know things like that over the last 20 something years that stuff has led to or has helped gentrification out in a very great way. Um, I talked about this. I talked about this earlier. Um, my aunt asked me, you know, what did Target have to do to get, you know, have their stores looted? And I said they did nothing. But the reality is, is that Target is a Fortune 500 company. They're a top five Fortune 500 company. And quite frankly, I don't feel as bad for them because I know that Target will get themselves right back on their feet. Right. Um, The mom and pop store, which I have an affection for because I used to work in one, it's hard for them to come back from something like this. And then you add on top of the fact that most of these mom and pop shops were closed already because they're not essential because of this COVID-19 stuff. And now I got to walk to my storefront I gotta walk to my to see my damaged store. All my goods are gone. All, all my products are destroyed after being closed for so long. They, yeah, they, they, people, we, we can't come back from this. Like it was a setup. It was a plan. say something else too before you know before i let you go there um let's remember too there's about 40 million unemployment claims out right now i don't know if that equals 40 million people per se but that's a lot of unemployment claims you know over this COVID 19 and i and i and i said before 
that this situation was going to get worse before it got better. Now, I didn't predict it would kind of end up like this, like we're at now, but I, I, I said it. At some point, times are going to get tough. People are going to be desperate. And I think what you're seeing in all these cities, I think you're seeing support for George Floyd. I think you're seeing people that are pissed off about not knowing when they're going to get it in their next check. I think you're seeing people that are fed up with the unemployment system, um, with this COVID-19. I mean, I think there's people also that are non-believers of this coronavirus. I think I think what you're seeing in these streets is people saying enough is enough. A combination of what happened to George Floyd with people that don't know when they're going to get their next meal. And it all blew up. It all yeah. it all became one big explosion. And they and and, and it was a, it was a planned explosion. Mm. The calculated explosion. Yeah, like it was the perfect setup. Yeah. It, like it was like it was, and, and we fell for the bait. I mean, I, I'm gonna call it like it is. We we as a people, we we fell for the bait. I mean, but how can we not? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if we're if we're just if we want to keep the storyline George Floyd, then I mean, the only people that really should be protesting, or the only area that really should be going through this, is Minneapolis. Because <laughs> look, New York City—they tear New York City up, man. They they I mean, looting I mean, they looting they looting Foot Lockers in Philly. They everywhere. yeah. Yeah, they You got you got white people coming out with bows and arrows and you got white people coming out with machetes and all this stuff. Like like it's crazy. Yeah. So that's that's just a whole nother a whole nother 
Yeah, you said enough, though, man. That's some good insight, man. Man, I, I don't know. I, I was really looking forward to, um, you know, hashing this out or trying to hash this out. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, man, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll still be, uh, I, I feel like this ain't going to be the end of it, so. No, no. I'm, I'm, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to end the show, I'm going to go downstairs, I'm going to turn on CNN or one of these, you know, news channels, and I'm, I'm going to see somebody lighting something on fire. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's unfortunate, man. And then man. what's going to happen, and then, and then, and, I, and I'll leave with this, and then what's going to happen when, and, and like, to, to all these people that are protesting for the right reasons, and whether, whether violently or non-violently, for all those that are protesting for the right reasons, mm-hmm. what's going to happen when, 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 you know, your your family member get shot or your your loved one get shot, man. And, and, and I leave it on that, man. I, I really gotta go now. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. All right, bro. Love, Love you, man. homie. Love, man. All right, no yeah, doubt. Man. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was the homie Maestro Styles, one half of the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast, folks. Uh, yeah, I wish I, I, I could have had his audio uh, a little bit better than that uh, earlier. But um, but yeah yeah I mean it, it's it's some good points that he made and and again folks um, it's me Trey Frazier rotten solo tonight um, I got the phones open uh, the numbers three zero one nine two eight nine six four nine let me know what's going on in your city where you from where you live um, you know I'm I'm definitely gonna kind of you know touch on what I saw. Um, in each of these cities, and I kind of, you know, briefly kind of went into it with Maestro about what was going on there, but, but he, but he, he, he makes a great point there. Um, it, it, this, this seems like this was set up perfectly to get everybody to come outside. Cause you know, what did I say previously? We talked about the Freddie Gray riots here in Baltimore. Um, that was just Baltimore. Um, we talked about the L.A. riots in, um, we talked about the Rodney King riots in L.A. That was mainly L.A. I know there were quite a few other places that, you know, did their thing as well. But for the most part, that was Los Angeles, you know, doing Los Angeles. Um, and then, you know, with some of these other cases, um, it's, it's usually strictly in that particular city. I've never seen anything like this where from city to city, state to state, there's large groups of people protesting and they're tearing their own communities up. I've I've never seen anything like this. And and Maestro brought up something that I was going to get to also. And I'll give you guys my feelings on this. What I saw yesterday with the tear gas in D.C., just so that the president could just walk across the street and take a picture with a Bible in his hand in front of the church. That was just for show. That that was for show. I thought it was very... Um, I thought that was a very dictator-like move on his part. And, you know, believe me, there's folks, and even myself included, that believe that this guy has the mindset of a dictator. Like, everything he said yesterday from... You know, saying that he'll deploy the U.S. military on these people, 
um, you know, deploying weapons, deploying dogs, you know, because people are getting too closer to the White House, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, all, all, all that stuff is, like, it's for show, and I'll be honest with you, I was, I was a bit concerned about what would happen if that actually happened, but thank God, and maybe, you know, may, maybe 45 won't flip his lid any more than he's flipped it, but um, I forget the guy's name, he's the governor of Illinois, he's a Democrat, but he came on TV and basically said that the, that the president can't deploy U.S. military without the consent of each state's respective governor. So, at least, you know, you have that, but then again, with everything that's been going on, you just never know what Donald could do. You, you, you just never know what he could do. Uh, Miss Mocha Bell is in the chat. She says, did you see the comparison of 45 holding the Bible as did Hitler did in a picture? I did not see that comparison, um, but I think, Mocha, I think, you, I think you're proving my point in a sense that this is a very dictator-like type of move that he made it, it 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 was such a it was such a dictator move and that worries me that 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 worries me i mean everything about what happened this weekend worries me um i i, I worry for my kids you know my, my son is he'll be six years old he, he's autistic so there's gonna be a point in time where I'm going to have to sit him down, you know, probably with some law enforcement and kind of go through an exercise of what to do when um, you're approached by police. And, you know, and, and if for folks that don't have autistic kids, um, these are one of the things that they tell you when your child gets older that he, he's going to have to go through these kinds of exercises for practice just so that if it does happen in real life, that you know, he'll be better prepared and better ready to know what he has to do. And, and, and hopefully, you know, it doesn't go beyond that. I, I, I pray for, for my son's sake that it doesn't, you know, doesn't go beyond that. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm really worried about the direction of this country and where we're headed right now. My mother called me, what was it? Friday. No, she called me. She called me on Sunday. And she called me crying because she was watching the video of George Floyd's neck being compressed by that man's knee. And she said to me, she said, "Son, that could have been you." And I just had to sit and think for a minute and I'm I'm just shaking my head like, "Damn, like she's right. She's right. This that, that could have been me. That could have been Maestro. That that could have been Chief Rocker. That that could have been any one of us black people out there. We could we could have been George Floyd in that situation. And you know, our kids could be could have been George Floyd in that situation. I'm I'm really I'm really worried about what's you know going to happen down the pike here. I, I, I'm I'm really I'm really concerned. I, I I can't honestly say that you know with everything going on with um, this so-called coronavirus. Cause see, I, I I don't even I don't even know if if coronavirus is real now or not. I'm 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 really like I'm I'm really skeptical, and I and I I brought up the point that folks have 
had this non-belief in it during this pandemic. But now I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, man, I, I don't know now. I, I, I have I have no clue what what to expect, what, what's going to happen um, if this thing is if this thing is true. And let's say let's say the cases do spike up. Let's let's say this is real and the cases spike up. So we're going to go back to being shut down. We're probably not going to even get kids to go back to school in the fall. We're probably not going to get sports. And, and just so I could be clear, I really don't care about sports right now. I, I, I could give a damn about if baseball ever gets their season going this year. You know, with the way they're, you know, they're fussing over money and who's going to get what. If y'all if y'all can't make up your mind, if y'all, if y'all can't play the season, then I... Yeah, 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 yeah. I could be gone. I, I, I could really care less about that. I know the NBA's got a plan in place, and they're supposed to approve something by Thursday. Right now, I'm, I'm just really not thinking about the NBA right now. Football, I'm not really, I'm not thinking about football either. I'm really, I'm, I'm really not thinking about any of this stuff right now. And, and I understand people got excited about seeing golf last week. NASCAR and some of these other uh, UFC, I, I get people are you know a little excited about it, but I, I I really don't care right now. You know they say sports is a distraction. Well, guess what? Ain't nothing to watch right now. Because that's the because that's exactly what people would be doing just to take their minds off of what's going on in these streets. And right now, there is no sports. So we gonna deal with this. We 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 gonna deal with this hand by hand we 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 going to you know talk about this for days to come um maybe weeks to come who 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 knows if or when this thing's going to end um i like i said I, I i expect to go downstairs after this show turn the tv on and somebody's tearing up something i i i i really expect that um i i do want to give a shout out though I, I, I do want to give a shout out to the city of Baltimore. I really felt like between Baltimore and Newark, New Jersey, those two cities I thought held their own in terms of not tearing up property. Um, Baltimore, I thought, did great. Now, they had the incident with the lady. I don't know if you guys saw this on uh, on video on social media, but there was a lady in the street. Um, cops confronted her. She slapped the cop in the face, and then the cop behind her clocked her in the face, and she fell to the ground. Um, that was the only incident in the city that took place during these uh, protests, and I think one cop car got vandalized. But other than that, the city of Baltimore has been you know, holding it down, you know, maintaining their composure. And I got to say, you know, me not being from here, but, you know, living here, that I'm very proud of the citizens of Baltimore and the people there that they're able to kind of do their thing. And, you know, and the same thing for Newark, New Jersey also. Um, shout out to Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, who's a, a Newark, New Jersey native there. Um, again, folks, if you guys want to call in, um, the number's 301 nine two eight nine six four nine if you guys want to jump in on this conversation and uh you know let let you know let me know what's going on in your town in your city 
um, you know, what the temperature's like and all that good stuff. Um, since Mocha's in the chat room, um, I did see a little bit of what was going on in Miami. Um, I do want to credit the police department there, and I don't know if it was Miami PD or another town's police department there, but I saw clips of uh, that particular police department actually take a knee in solidarity with the protesters um, while they were out there. I think that might have been Sunday. It might have been Sunday or Saturday. I don't remember, but I, I saw that, and I was like, all right, you know, at least... Both sides are diffusing the situation. Nobody's trying to take it out on nobody. Um, I, I, I thought they did a, a good thing in Miami. I, I, I'll add Miami to that list also of them, you know, kind of holding down their own. Now, I did see someone light a car on fire in Miami. But other than that, I didn't see any real um, destruction of any property or cars, businesses. I, I really didn't see that. So, um, Mocha, if you, if you saw something different, let me know. But, you know, from my vantage point, I, I thought Miami, you know, next to Baltimore and Newark, New Jersey, I, I, I thought Miami kind of held their own. Um, I, I, I talked about Philly a little bit with Maestro where, you know, there's a lot of looting taking place in Philly. Um, Foot Lockers, Downtown Locker Room, which I didn't know was in Philly, by the way. Um, for those that don't know, Downtown Locker Room is actually headquartered here in Baltimore. There's some D.C. locations, a lot of Baltimore locations, and I had no idea they had some in Philly. But, yeah, they, they, they looted that up there also. Um, Philly got out of hand a little bit, a lot of fires, a lot of destruction of property, uh, businesses in those communities, um, particularly I think North Philly or West Philly, one of the two. Um, it, it definitely wasn't a good look for them. Um, my hometown, New York City. Um, it, it, it's, it's tough, man. Um, I, I gotta tell you, so I, I'll tell you a quick story. So I text my father's girlfriend this morning because I saw some stuff on Twitter this morning and I saw that someone was looting stores on Burnside Avenue in the Bronx for folks that don't know um you know that's that's where my pops and his girlfriend they live in the Bronx um Burnside Avenue was the street they live on which is also a street where there's a lot of stores and shops and stuff like that so I text her and I said hey I heard there was some looting on Burnside and she texts me back and she said that, um, you know, you, you know, I was absolutely right that there, there was um, there there was some looting that was taking place there. And um, she also told me that looking out her window, she watched a lot of people go into stores, um, beauty shops, um, electronic stores, you know, things of that nature. And then there's like a Jimmy Jazz, which is kind of the equivalent to downtown locker room in terms of a, a clothing store. Um, they raided the Jimmy Jazz. They, you know, they took a lot of stuff. They took sneakers, clothes, hoodies. They, they took all types of things. And, um, you know, just, just New York City as a whole. Um, Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, um, just just a lot of just a lot of destruction there. Um, I, I saw a cop get run over in the Bronx on video last night. I saw 
a couple of guys raid the Macy's um, in Midtown Manhattan. I saw uh, vehicle fires in Brooklyn, in Manhattan. Uh, saw uh, saw a lot of things. Um, just 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 not looking good. I mean, New York is 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 in a is in a bad spot right now because you know New York is also the hub of the majority of these coronavirus cases. And to see as many people be out there, and remember, we're talking five boroughs, so every borough had their respective protest. And, you know, some boroughs had multiple protests. So you're talking almost thousands of people, probably in the ten thousands. And given social distancing has become a thing, it's definitely been broken in New York for certain, so... Um, it, it, it's, it's not looking good in, in my hometown. It's, it's definitely not looking good. Um, I, I hope that tonight with the curfew, I think the curfew was seven o'clock. Uh, they foolishly had it at 11 o'clock last night. Um, so hopefully they learned their lesson and, you know, I mean, to, to be honest, the, the curfews are really not going to make much of a difference. If folks are going to be out there, they're, they're going to be out there. If they're going to loot, they're going to loot, you know. It's just, it, 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 they wait for night. They, they wait till the sun sets, and then that's when everything goes crazy. You hear all these reports during the day, oh, it's a peaceful protest. And, you know, and let me be clear, I'm all for peaceful protesting. Um, I love it when people can maintain composure, um, passion, and get out there and do some good. Um, but it goes without saying. Of course, it's going to be a good, peaceful protest during the day. But when that sun sets, that's when, you know, the cats that really ain't about the cause, whether you're black or white, they, that's when they're going to show up and show out. And and so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens moving forward. But um, but I, I wanted to get into a few more things. And again, folks, uh, it's Trey Frazier here, uh, solo tonight, uh, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, BarbershopSportsTalkPodcast.com um, You guys can reach me here on the phone I got the phone lines open 301-928-9649 Let me know You know what's going on in your respective city You know how you feeling about things And what's your What's your outlook on everything overall um, I, I did want to get into a couple more things though um, and, I, and I mentioned it briefly while Meister was on um, Salt Lake City, Utah and I'm and I'm 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 still like baffled that of all places Salt Lake City had a protest in you know of that sort. Yeah, this dude come out to the protest with a bow and arrow and thought that he was gonna make some noise with it, and he just thought wrong, and he got beat up by a bunch of protesters, um, and he deserved it. I mean, you you don't show up with weapons. Um, you, you don't put people's life in danger during these kinds of things. And he, 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 he deserved it. He, he deserved it for certain. Um, Dallas, Texas. I mentioned the guy with the machete. Now, there was a report early on, because I, I, I saw the video. It was like a 40-second, maybe, maybe like a 20-something second clip. That was the first clip I saw where the guys were like beating this dude to a pulp. Like, this, this white dude, I don't know if he's, like, got some kind of, you know, 
like true European in him or not if he's just straight white, but that dude just got like beat the pants off of. And he was left there on the ground, and I thought the dude was just dead because he wasn't moving. He was in a pool of blood, and I didn't know what happened. So I get the longer version of the video, which was about 41 seconds. And this dude is chasing other protesters, um, particularly black. This white dude was chasing black people all around the street with a machete. I'm like... What, what, what do you think is going to happen? You're chasing multiple people with a machete and you're by yourself? What, what do you think is going to happen to you? And sure enough, he got his ass kicked. And, 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 and he deserved it. He, he, he deserved it 100%. So, so the backstory, which I found out yesterday. So this guy went to the hospital. He didn't die. He went to the hospital, got checked out. He, you know... Whatever he got done, stitches or whatever, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised he was actually able to tweet, but um, and I didn't see the tweet, but it was confirmed that he tweeted and said that he was okay and that all he was doing was trying to protect a bar that he loves going to in that area. So the rumored story was that he was a business owner and he was protecting his business. When all actuality, he was just protecting a bar that he loves to go to. So, bruh, so you're telling me you, you, you chased people with a machete. You should be in jail. That's attempted murder. Like, straight up. That, 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 is, that is pure 100% attempted murder. You put people's lives in danger all because you're protecting something that's not even yours. Okay, yeah, you love to go to it, but it's not even yours. You can't claim it. So, what, what, why, why on earth would you do that? And, uh, again, it, you, you, you got beat to a pulp. You, you, you probably deserved it, you know, for, for getting yourself in that situation. But you should be in jail right now. Because that, that's, that's straight attempted murder right there. Uh, I want to say what up to uh, Big Kev 303 who's one of our normal uh, supporters on this podcast. Uh, Big Kev, uh, appreciate you, man. And if you want, man, um, I got the phone line open, 301-928-9649. Uh, I, I know you normally don't like to call in, but I'm interested to see, because Denver, your city, Denver was also um, one of the cities where protests took place. Um, I didn't necessarily see a lot of destruction in your city so at least from my vantage point i would at least think that okay things were kind of going okay with maybe a couple of hiccups here and there but nothing you know nothing serious like what we saw in bigger cities like new york and philly and you know even in dc um you know dc me and maestro we, we talked about that briefly where um you know they're setting stuff on fire there um, it, it, it just, it just got so bad down there. Um, and even with the president and his, you know, foolishness yesterday, um, that was just, that, that was just like inexplicable, like just, just, just calling for attention on, on, on the part of him. But, um, but yeah, big Kev, if, if you, you know, want to call in, you know, you know, feel free to do so, man. Let me know how, uh, how, how you doing, how's the family doing and, you know, What's your city uh, popping like? What's you know? What's the temperature there? Um, what's what's another city I I, I saw? Chicago, Chicago, Shottown. 
um, it started off pretty good, and then, and, and this was probably Saturday, I, th- I think this was Saturday, um, it, 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 it just turned for the worse, um, just some of the visuals I saw, um, guys trying to turn over a white van, and I, and I guess it was, uh, it was either a news van or it was a, um, it was a police van. Bunch of guys tried to turn it over. They weren't were unsuccessful. Um, and oh, here's a, here's another thing. And I, and I meant to mention this to Maestro when he was on earlier. Um, we we talked about this whole thing kind of being a setup. This whole thing being planned. Um, did you guys notice that in some places there's there's like a pallet of bricks on the side of the curb on most of these protest routes? Have y'all noticed that? Like, I seen it in a video. A guy was shooting a video, and it was, like, off in a far distance from as he was talking. And I looked at it, and I was like, there's a pallet of bricks just right there, and there's no construction going on whatsoever. Like, that's strange. So, I see more of it in these videos, on photos, on Twitter, and all that stuff. And it turns out, Folks are actually planning to set these pallets of bricks up. And and in most cases, it's a pallet of rocks. I've seen that too. I've seen, I believe I've seen them in D.C. also. Um, they're setting these places up, these spots for these bricks and these rocks, so that when nighttime comes, they'll be able to use these things and, you know, start, you know, pelting people with these things. Um, this stuff is planned. Um, I, 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 I can't, you know, say it enough that, um, there's a lot of agendas that are being played out, um, during these protests. And again, I just want to emphasize that, um, folks are there for George Lloyd. People are there because they're fed up with being home. Um, they're fed up with being unemployed. They're fed up with, um... A, a, a lot of stuff. I mean, a, a lot of things. And then there's people that just have an agenda to just blow shit up. It, it you know, just you know, destroy things. There, there's a there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that taking place. And and so we're at this point now. And I don't know. I I don't know what's next. I don't know what to think right now. Um, you know, just to kind of. You know, turn it into a sports perspective for a little bit here. There's no sports. Um, there's no stadium work, which means people who you normally see working at the hot dog stand, the soda stands, uh, the team stores in these respective stadiums. Most of these people don't have alternate jobs that they can go to. So for those folks that work at the stadiums, even security, these people don't have secondary jobs. So they're, they're desperate. They're, they're, they're desperate for something. And I, I don't, I don't know what the state of, you know, what's going to happen is. And again, I, I'm, I'm not really thinking much about it now, but I'm just thinking about it in a perspective that people aren't really, you know, people don't have alternatives to make money Whereas if there was baseball, at least these people would have jobs at the stadium. Um, NBA, the playoffs would be going on right now. People would have jobs at the arenas right now, serving food, 
working at the team store, uh, security, they would have these jobs. And right, and unfortunately, they don't have it. Uh, Big Kev 303 in the chat room says, no looting here, but they do have an 8 o'clock p.m. curfew in place for those protesting. Okay, so so Denver, Colorado, one of those places that has enforced the curfew, uh, and I'm assuming that's 8 o'clock Mountain Time, which would be your time. Um, that's probably the perfect time for it. Um, that's probably around the time where the sun sets at this point. And still, um, you know, after 8 o'clock even here on the East Coast, it's still relatively light outside. But when you start to get into 8.30, it starts to, you know, wind down a little bit. And then, you know, that's when folks, we know, want to come out and, you know, do whatever it is, you know, they, they have their intentions set on doing. So, um, so it's just, it's just a lot going on in this country i i don't know what to expect at this point um i i I don't know you know listen it's 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 a lot of concerns right now and and again i want to make sure that i emphasize that the story should still be about george floyd it definitely should be about him and if you guys want to throw in brianna taylor um, most definitely do that. Um, they had protests in Kentucky and Louisville too. They, they, you know, they had some incidents, and um, I, I, I noticed some updates with some stuff because some cops got hurt, some cops got killed. I think some citizens got killed in some of these cities: St. Louis, Louisville, Kentucky, um, just to name a few. So, you know, if anybody, you know, passed away. Uh, off of any of these incidents, uh, definitely rest in peace. Um, but th- this is this is just sometimes that I'm just like, what the hell? What the hell to expect now? What is going on? What you know? Schools are closed, and you know they've been for a while, and you know the school year is done. What what what, what about what about summer camp? I know some places have it. Other places don't. What about school for the fall for these kids? It's 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 just it's just a question of just unknowns right now. It's it's just really, really just um I I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't quite, you know, put my finger on what's happening, but I, I think one thing's for certain, um some this this was planned. It was planned. I, I, I really believe that um, something is going on behind the scenes. I don't know what. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, in an election year, you, you just never know. You, you, you really never know in an election year. But this has just been one of those years. 2020 has been... Uh, it's, it's been a movie. Um, they took Kobe away from us. They took Andre Harrell from us. They, you know, they took some of our legends away from us early on in the year. You know, then this virus shows up. Now schools are closed. Now businesses have to shut down that aren't essential. Um, Some people losing their jobs. Unemployment rates have gone through the roof. Unemployment claims that haven't been paid out yet. People are still waiting for their checks. Um, then more police brutality against black people, um, protests, 
riots, looting, lost businesses, mom and pop stores destroyed, um, big companies destroyed, even though the chances are they're going to be able to rebound more so than the smaller companies. This is just, 2020 has just been one, like, ferocious movie right now, and I, I just don't know what to expect next. Um, I, I, I hope that things kind of simmer, um, from this point on, but like I said, I, I, I got a feeling I'm gonna turn the TV on and I'm just gonna see some stuff that I'm, I'm just not gonna be pleased about, so, um, I, I think I had enough to say here, um, you know, I want to give a big shout out to, uh, folks in the chat room here, uh, Miss Mocha Bella, Thank you for uh, offering up some insight on what's going on in Miami. Uh, see the Chief Rock of Jersey Vern, repping uh, Built for This Network. Uh, Big Kev 303, thank you for coming in here. Also, uh, KC uh, from the Kicking It With KC show, a.k.a. Professor X, repping the X Squad. Appreciate you uh, letting us know what's going on in the ATL. And... Uh, to the homie Maestro Styles, uh, my podcast partner, uh, he couldn't, you know, do this with me uh, full time tonight. He had some things to do, but was able to call in and, you know, kind of give his perspective. So, um, so folks, uh, make sure y'all check us out on social media. We got the Facebook page. We also have our Twitter handles. You can reach me at Barbershop S P O R two. You can reach Maestro Styles at Maestro Styles on Twitter and on Instagram at Maestro Styles. You can find me on Instagram also at Trey Frazier. Also, the podcast you could find at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on Instagram. Uh, check us out on YouTube. I know we haven't been putting out a lot of content lately, but we're working on that. And so hopefully, um, you know, with the right you know tools, we'll be able to you know, get back into getting some content out there. So, but, you know, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on YouTube. And uh, if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So, uh, as I sign off, I'll reiterate again, be safe. If any of you guys that are listening or in a chat room are thinking about going to any of these protests in your city, be safe, be smart, go there with a purpose, be passionate about your causes, and don't do nothing silly, don't do nothing stupid, be smart, um, be proactive, and you know, be the solution to your communities. That that's the key. That that is the importance right now. Be be the solution to your communities. We need to build up our businesses, our black businesses. We need to build up. We we need to build up our self esteem. We need to we need a lot of things. We need to build up. We can't destroy everything that's black owned. So, um, so as I as I sign off, y'all folks have a great evening, and hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, to talk about hopefully sports, but not so sure what the way things are going on. Y'all have a good night. Peace.
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.